heard the rest. Now here's the best. Stay tuned, Sports Podcast. And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here. Back after a, I guess, quiet week. Not, not too much happening. I mean, other than... Uh, me and the wife go out, went out on the the weekend for our anniversary, then came home and watched bare knuckle boxing, which was actually a pretty good card. A lot of uh, brutal knockouts, hence why I like to uh, like to watch it. And for all you people who are like, oh, that was not romantic for an anniversary. Um, hey, that's how me and the wife are. We're not the the normalist people out there. But um, a couple things to talk about today. I'm not sure how long of a show we're going to be. Um, I know, uh, I kind of hinted at possibly King coming back this week. Um, he's not feeling well, uh, today, so hopefully he gets better and, uh, maybe next week we'll have him on here. Um, keep an eye out on our social medias for this Saturday. I might be doing a live Hot Ones Sports Take show like the past couple times. Um, I think we did one about a month ago or so, so probably about due for another one. But definitely, they're always fun. You guys tune in, um, ask your questions, and maybe we'll take your questions over the wife's questions and watch me burn my tongue and throat on these hot sauces. Um, but if you haven't followed us yet, easiest way to find us, head over to staytunesports.net. Um, on the right-hand side, there is all of our social media accounts, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, um, and then up top there is a merch tab if you want to buy t-shirts or uh, we got the shot glass on there I got to redo the uh, pint glass um, that I had on there something happened they took it down for whatever reason saying I don't own the, the logo when I made the logo <laughs> so um, but I, I got to get back on doing that and don't forget to go over to www.pintglass.com buymeacoffee.com slash stsports just another way to show your support for the show um whatever you guys donate or whatever like I always say I put back into the giveaways um which this week there won't be a giveaway because the uh stay tuned sports podcast truck series that we run on Friday night uh, is off this week um but we do return next Friday uh, I forget what, what track it is. I know it's another short track. Um, this past Friday was actually pretty interesting. Um, I got to pop my broadcasting cherry. Uh, jumped up in the booth with uh, Peter Short there. It was fun. Um, it was good racing too. Um, you know, talking with Peter and and watching Tristan uh, Maurer um, work his way up when he was... You know, third, fourth place, 10, 11 seconds back from, I think it was Philip Scott was the leader at the time. But definitely an entertaining race. I didn't race because I didn't have enough uh, practice time on there. I wasn't feeling comfortable to be out there. And I mean, there were some trucks out there spinning, and I probably would have been three or four of those times. So took the night off. Uh, but I will be back next Friday um, at the, the track that I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of iRacing and um, sponsoring 
series. Um, we will be sponsoring another series. Um, we're actually sponsoring one right now. Um, stay tuned sports and the iron thunder league thunder racing league sorry irc uh itrl um have come to agreement right now they have an arca series that runs tuesday nights over on um, max b tv on youtube we're sponsoring that one i think there's about i think last night tuesday night was uh the third race and um so I think there's like five more races. They're doing a eight race season. Then come early next year, we are actually sponsoring their uh, one of their bigger series. Details still kind of working out a little bit. Um, we're gonna be looking for some sponsorships if you if you're looking to uh, get your name out there, your your brand out there, or whatnot. Uh, hit me up or hit um, Iron. Thunder Racing League up on Facebook and a Facebook and a Twitter um, and let us know if you're interested but the main series I'm not sure what night it is I think it was uh, a night during the week it might be the Tuesday nights but um, you know just, just hit us up if you're interested <coughs> earlier this week came out Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals has signed an extension to stay with the Arizona Cardinals, I believe it was like a four or five year deal. And he is now being paid as the second highest quarterback in the league. Not only do I think that's a bad deal for the Cardinals, just because I don't think um, Murray is worthy of a number two contract. But the thing that worries me the most is a clause that has been put into his contract. The clause that was put into his contract states he has to watch four hours of film every day during the season. Um, this should worry a lot of Arizona Cardinal fans because this is up there with Jamarcus Russell. Um, I'm not saying Murray is a bust like Russell, but the infamous story that came out a couple years ago that when Russell was still on the Raiders um, the coaching staff would send home blank videotapes and ask Russell the next day did you watch the films knowing they were blank and Russell always said yes so they always knew he never watched um, watched the film hence why he pretty much was not a very good quarterback now, as far as Murray goes, if he is not watching film, I mean, like, listen, okay, he, he's not a, he's not going to be a Tom Brady, he's not Aaron Rodgers, and even those guys still watch film. You know, he needs to get as much info as he can, but he thinks, he feels, and he was quoted as saying something along the lines of, I, I see things clearly as they happen. I don't need to watch film. I'm not going to kill myself watching 24 hours of film. Um, for someone who has gotten the second biggest contract for a quarterback, and let's not forget about the collapse last year. I'm not saying it's all his fault, but 
maybe some of those games that he had one, two, three interceptions in, maybe if you watched the film, maybe he would have thrown two of those interceptions and won the game. But I want to know what person signed off on this contract in, in the organization knowing full well that there's this clause in there. Wouldn't you question this? Wouldn't you say, like, listen, maybe if we have to do this, we don't give them as much guaranteed money. Because the guaranteed money is where it really screws a team when they're trying to get rid of a player. You look at, you know, um, Carson Wentz and the, the Eagles when they traded him away to, to Indy. There was... What was it like 27 or 28 million of dead space because that was the guaranteed money so i'm not saying that murray's not gonna live up to this, this contract and yes i understand he's they're paying him for the future but i don't see him getting much better than he already is i i would say he's slightly above average you know, he's he's better than Cam Newton. Um, he's he's at least a, a, a top 15 quarterback. I, I don't know if I would put him in a top 10. Now, if you're a fantasy football, maybe put him in a top 10 because he runs and you get points that way. Um, I, I would honestly, I would say even Jalen Hurts is slightly behind Murray. And if you looked at the um, NFL Network Top 100 or whatever, you know, when it comes to quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts was right behind Murray a few spots. So this is a bad contract for the Cardinals. And the funnier part about this contract is he is, Murray's going to be averaging about $43 million a year, which is $2 million more than the Oakland Athletics salary who drafted him. So right now we're recording uh, Wednesday night and yesterday Julio Jones signed with Tampa Bay. And I'll tell you what, this is a, this is a good signing for both players. I know I just bashed um, Arizona for their contract with Murray, but this is a, a very good deal for both teams. I know it's a one-year deal. I'd be willing to bet with a veteran's minimum. Um, at this point of Jones's career, that's pretty much what he's going to be looking at. When he signed with Tennessee, he never brought back that Julio Jones, Matt Ryan type career numbers. Had 30 or 40 catches for the year. I mean, he's not a number one guy no more. But he still has that name, and he still can make big plays when needed. Um... So you look at that wide receiver room now. You got Mike Evans, Goodwin, and now Julio Jones. Yes, they lost Gronk, but they got Kyle Rudolph there, who's not a bad court, uh, tight end. You know, so I think this Julio Jones signing on Tampa Bay's side kind of helps soften the blow of losing Gronk. And I also think with Jones as long as he stays healthy all year, which that's been one of his biggest issues um, past couple years, is he can't, you know, just can't stay healthy. 
Um, on Julio's side, I mean, you sign and you sign on with Tom Brady. Good offense. Question mark is Leonard Fournette, who's weighing at like 260,000 pounds or whatever it was last time. Um, you have a very good chance at winning a ring. And I, I think... I think especially this year, because if I know it's a, a coincidence, but every year that, that Jennifer Lopez gets married, I saw this just the other day, gets married, Tom Brady wins a ring that year. So it, it would be funny if, if it happens again. And it'd be nice to see Julio Jones uh, get a ring. All those years in Atlanta, getting so close each time, and just could never pull it out. And they had some good teams, you know. Um, it's a shame that Matt Ryan and Julio just couldn't get there. But this Tampa Bay team is going to be a tough team this year. The other thing I, I kind of look at with um, the Julio signing is they they're, they're going to use the receivers a lot more, and depending on how much they pass maybe they have two receivers that go 100 plus more receptions for the year but if Tampa Bay makes it to the NFC Conference Championship and Philly makes it somehow to the NFC Conference Championship I definitely think we should trade for Nick Foles and make sure Avante Maddox is, or Jalen Mills, Jalen Mills is uh, guarding Julio Jones to knock the ball down and go on to another Super Bowl. So I haven't done this um, segment in a while, but we're going to bring Combat Corner back for uh, this segment here because we have UFC, I think it's 277 or up to now. Um, Amanda Nunez versus Julia Pena, the rematch from a few months back. Julia Pena um, upset it. Nunez by submitting her. And looking at the card, the card's actually not bad at all, and it should be a fun card to watch. Um, we also have Brandon Marino versus Cara France. Derek Lewis versus Pavlich. Pantoja. I know I just butchered his name and I'm sorry, but versus uh, Perez. And then we have Anthony Smith versus Ankalave. Um Just those last three fights of the night are going to be, I think, pretty fun to watch. So since it's been a while, usually I bring Combat Corner on to get my um, most of the time I give my, my picks for that weekend's uh, fight and any type of uh, MMA news. Speaking of uh, some MMA news, I got a little excited when I saw that um, the commission um, kind of updated their eye poke penalties rule, however you want to say it. And I always thought the, the eye poke, and you would, would think this would be it, um, is a five-minute 
you know, probably that you could uh, take your five minute wait, try to get it better. But here it was up to the uh, the referee when to, to call it. And this is all because of, I mean, this has been happening for years now. John Jones and um, this past or a couple weeks ago, Sean O'Malley versus Munoz accidentally I poked him and had the match turn to a no contest because Munoz, after I think it was about two minutes, um, couldn't go on. So now it's a, a mandatory five minute clock unless the fighter could continue beforehand. And it's good that they change this, but they're only doing short-term fix. They gotta figure out what to do with these gloves to stop these eye pokes. A couple years ago, I, I forget which fighter it was, but his career ended because of an eye poke. You know, yeah, he could see and everything, but that's how they make their living. And by f just doing, you know, quick patches aren't helping right now. But as far as the fight card, I guess I'm only going to pick um, the Derek Lewis, Julia Pena, and the main event fights here. Um, watching Derek Lewis, if you guys could get out there on YouTube or UFC's website might have it. Uh, he was do doing an interview with the uh, the reporters, and one reporter asked him, you know, the Mega Millions, Mega Billions, whatever it is, is up to, you know, $9 billion or whatever the, the, the amount is. And uh, they asked him, what would you do with that money? He said that he would, uh, he would buy UFC, and his first thing he would do is rip into all the reporters for talking so much crap on him and this and that. It's a pretty funny uh, interview. Derek Lewis is a, a funny guy. And I may be picking up my heart here, so I'm, I'm going with Derek Lewis over Pavlich. Um, Lewis, you know, obviously has a lot of power in his hands. His really lone um, fight that kind of sucked was against the champion, Francis Nagano. Now, as far as... Um, Sergey Pavlich, I mean, he's got power in his hands, too. He, he's won his last three fights by uh, TKO. So, there's definitely going to be fireworks for this one. So, you definitely want to tune in. And I may try to do a, um, a live reaction show right after the, the hot ones that we will do. Uh, the hot ones sports take. So, make sure you guys... Uh, Check out our social media accounts so you can follow us and get the link there. Then for the co-main event, we have Julia Pena versus Amanda Nunez. I don't think Julia Pena is a Matt Serra. I mean, this is one of the biggest upsets in UFC history. But I think Amanda Nunez is going to pull out the win. But I think it's going to be I think it's be a lot more of a battle than it was last time. Um, I could even see some some blood being thrown around. With that being said, I think Manny Nunez wins. I think she finally gets her range and is able to, to put Julia Pena down and either knock her out or have her dazed enough that she could sl uh, slip in a, a submission. Then for the main event, we have um, Moreno versus Cara France. 
Car France has been hot lately. Very hot, obviously, since that's why he's getting the title shot here. But I think Marino is going to pull out the win here. Um, just because of those, uh, the, the couple fights, what was it, two or three fights that he had um, with the last champion, uh, Figueroa. It's, you know. Yeah, looking at the last ones, the first one was a draw. The second fight against Figueroa was a win, and then he lost the last one, which was also a close one. I remember that. Um, but I think he's going to be hungry to, you know, get that, that that belt back, that champ back. So I think he's going to pull it out. Um, this sounds like it's going to be a number one contender fight here, so whoever wins this one may get the, the shot next. So we'll have to see. But that's my three picks. Um, I think that's going to be it for us this week. So make sure you guys head over to staytunesports.net so you can follow all, all of our social media accounts. In the coming weeks, I'm actually going to have um, Iron Thunder Racing League's website link on there as well. So you could um, click that, head over there, look at all the racers, where their point standings are. Some good racing out there. I've been watching them for a few weeks now. Um, on the top part of our website is the merch tab. You can always head over there, buy something. It's a good way to, to show your support for the show. www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports. Just another avenue to uh, show your support for the show, which I pre- appreciate everybody that does it. Till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo, signing out.